Oh my god, Victoria. We're finally back. I'm a gay. Oh my god. Another season of Harry Potter Minute. We'll be talking about Chamber of Secrets. And there's so much to talk about. I'm so excited for this. Really though, we do have a lot we, we do have a lot of things to talk about. I am excited to talk about stuff like Gilderoy Lockhart. No, I know we're gonna talk about Gilderoy Lockhart a lot. A lot. There's so much because he's a the lot. five is it the the five time winner of Witches Weekly's most charming smile. Most charming smile. Most charming smile. He's probably not qualified for his position. Probably Probably? Not. Nah, I don't uh, think so. Something fishy about that guy. <laughs> Something fishy. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Uh, oh my god, we get to go to the burrow for the first time? That's fun. That is I fun. I love the burrow. Me too. I think the burrow feels so cozy. They're the most, like, kind of traditional family. We, we get to meet Dobby. We get new characters. We get Dobby this year. We did get a few new characters. Well, more new and then elaborated on characters. Because I gotcha. believe... I believe Ginny will now show up in the picture. Yeah, Ginny has a bigger role to play. We only saw her briefly in the first one. More Ginny. And the introduction of Dobby. And of course, the introduction of Gilderoy Lockhart, which we already <gasps> mentioned. Literally, the week after the introduction of Gilderoy Lockhart is the introduction of Lucius Malfoy. Right? Oh, he's a he's a character. He is a character. He's, he's extra. So extra. Uh, after the burrow, we get to see the Harry and Ron steal a flying car. And don't we all just want to wanna fly a flying car? I would love to fly. I would be really scared to fly a flying car, actually. That poor car. I mean, it, you know, they run it right into a tree. Yes, we get to meet the Whomping Willow. If Not you wanna, just any tree. Not just any tree. Yeah. If you want to say meat, I mean, it's, I guess that's going to be on a... Is it, it's, it is sentient. Oh my god, is it sentient? Well, well, save it. <laughs> that's going to be fun. That is going to be fun. This is a big one, you guys. We're, we're going to open the Chamber of Secrets. Find us at DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man 2, one face-slapping minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. Ouch, I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> I'm Gary Roby from Harry Potter Minute. And I'm Brian Green from Scott Pilgrim Minute. Welcome, welcome guys. Back. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Thanks for not kicking us out. <laughs> well, we, we had to be here with you guys to finish out all of our planetarium awkwardness. Uh, today, uh, Wednesday's minute is minute 58, which, uh, begins with Harry reminding Peter that he found Spider-Man with his father's body. And, <laughs> and, and, and just, ends just, just zero to With Peter jark. being told to, quote unquote, <laughs> wake up and shoot the picture by J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, man. Oh. He's just like, God, just... 
I mean, I know we joke about Peter and and MJ uh, making out on his on his uncle's grave. <laughs> we we joke about that a lot this season, but <laughs> but like literally, like just Harry just walks up and he's just like, "You, you're pissing me off. I found him with my father's body." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa, hey, <laughs> like. Pump the brakes, man. Buddy. Go ahead. Maybe, maybe build up to that a little bit. Like, <laughs> Yeah. That's the thing, yeah. though. Harry's been having this conversation elsewhere at the party, but he finally actually found Peter. And so he's just going to continue <laughs> yes. it. Yeah. It's sort of, um, it reminds me of sometimes when I have conversations with uh, past guests of the show, future mm. guests of the show, Nick Jimenez. <laughs> Um, my, my co-host on Cornetto Minute, Back to the Future Minute. Sometimes when I have conversations with him, I feel like he has uh, thought of everything that he's going to say. And so when he finally tells me the thing that he's going to say, in his head, he has all the connective tissues. <laughs> but when it comes out, it's just like a bunch of disconnected phrases. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You need to connect all those things that you just said. <laughs> My wife and I have conversations like that a lot. So I'm so yeah, glad you yeah. and your spouse have that kind of connection. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, um, my, yeah. my work spouse. Work spouse, yeah. No, Harry comes out guns a-blazing here. Which, I mean, yeah. I get it. Uh, it's it's rough where his head is at. And yeah. he brought all of it to bear on this conversation with no... No lead up. Um, I, again, like we talked about yesterday, it's genuine drunkenness, like believable drunkenness, where uh, mm-hmm. he's got his thing he's got to say, and he's going to say it at you so <laughs> hard, uh, and you just kind of mm-hmm. have to deal with it. Um, I mean, this is such a short sec- section here, but I remember it feeling like it stuck out when I watched it as like super memorable because it's a different type of harsh than we get anywhere else in the film. It's not like mm-hmm. supervillains being cruel. It's not like people hurting each other's feelings over love stuff. This is like yeah. a friend slapping somebody in public. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Well, and it's also, it's that thing where it, it's it's the right kind of um, drunk writing too. Because the thing with being drunk is that it's not that you're acting out of character. It's that you're acting without all of your safeguards in place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're there. All of your filters are gone. There's no safety um, rails. Yeah. Right. There's no safety rails. And so, yeah, he is saying these things that he was hinting at and, uh, you know, just sort of like toying with at the birthday party. Where he was like, uh, you know, how's your friend the bug? Yeah. What he was really saying was just like, I found him with my the body of my father, and but you don't turn him in because he's your bread and butter. Like that's what he really wants to say, but he can't. But now yeah, that he's yeah. drunk, um, he doesn't care about being polite. He just says what he's feeling. Oh, you know and, what I I just realized right now? I could have called this uh, one in vino veritas minute at a time. That mm, that could have worked. That slapper is good. Why? I'm just saying, yeah, it's like Clever. it's that your true, not your true, true <laughs> emotions. Sorry, Cloud Atlas is in my brain right now. <laughs> uh, I said it and I heard it as I was saying it. It's not true, that true. you're like most genuine person is who you are when you're drunk. It's just that you are less likely to be inhibited about your like id 
thoughts right. and whatnot. And so right. there's truth here. It's not obviously he wouldn't normally be this mean about it, but it's the, it bubbling out like that is just so recognizably human here. And I think that's why it's it makes it feel so uncomfortable when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And then and like also him going on to be like, you know, you stole MJ from me, which is ridiculous because he's never been with MJ. So <laughs> what is he talking about? Number one. Yeah. Number two. You saw him talking outside. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. that's it. That that's it. And then number two, uh I, I mean, Gary, you were there for when that moment supposedly happened last yeah. season. Um, you were our guest for that for that week. And I mean, they like kind of hold hands and then separate. And that's, that's it. That's all he knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, you held her hands at your grandmother or at your aunt's bedside. What? How yeah, dare you? Right. You stole her from me. Yeah. <laughs> um, you stole MJ from me. You stole my father's love. Again, zero to 60. Like <laughs> that, that, that's like, I mean, that, that is a huge, like where, <laughs> who says that? Yeah. Who says that? <laughs> Like that's such a weird thing. Like it's one thing you we we've heard the the you stole my girlfriend. I mean you, you know yeah, people yeah, say yeah. that that's a real thing people say. You stole my father's love is not a real thing that people say. That's like <laughs> that's another a thing level. Where it's like what I didn't steal your girlfriend. You stole my father's love. Whoa 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 whoa. 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 Where, whoa. where is this coming Let's from? take a step back. <laughs> that is, there's too much self-awareness in that sentence. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that really, the you stole my father's love argument, it really says more about Harry than it does about Peter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, woo, buddy. Yeah. This, it's all, all the truth that he doesn't want to be sharing right now. He is just sharing too much, like way too much, like... This is like if we were trying to design your D and D character sheet. This is like the like really secretive stuff we put that you don't tell the other players. And he's just blabbing it, just blabbing it out right now. Oh god. Um, I also like the way they shoot it. It basically plays out in the long, the sort of wide two shot with the two of them standing across from each other, and then the rest of it, for the most part, is just this close up on Franco where he's invading our space. Like it's it's super uncomfortable. Not just yeah. like in the structure of the dialogue, he's you know being pushy, but that his face is just there. It's just there. Here's here's my question. Yeah, how much do you think this scene was influenced by the room, <laughs> <laughs> the party scene in the room? Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. that's. Oh this man, is, uh, this is this that. Is three three years later, three years after the release. <laughs> so he's he's probably seen it at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I he might be. <laughs> you know, I mean, if if you're gonna learn to lower your inhibitions as an actor <laughs> from anyone, um, everybody betray me. No, you know my friend. <laughs> you stole my father's love. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly. <laughs> Don't push me. <laughs> Keep your stupid comments in your pocket. You stole my father's love. That's really, really <laughs> bad. Oh <my> God. <laughs> that's the thing, though. That, yeah. That's the, like, place, the type of, like, feeling or, or, or moment in a person's life that is being elicited in this scene is, like, what Tommy was always trying to do. 
in that, yes. in that sequence. This is just it working on in cinema <laughs> terms and not just like, I don't know how to describe what he made. <laughs> not in those terms, but in a, a real movie movie. So it's, um, it's kind of striking to, to mm-hmm. like live in this space for a bit. It just, it just made me feel bad. These slaps, man. Yeah. 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 Uh, it is. It, they are the most cringy slaps because they're just so you feel exactly the way that all the extras feel. Yeah. In the scene, which is just like, yikes. Yeah. Like you, like you just can't look away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he has this like, this almost like creepy little smile he has like on the yeah. the second or third one. And it's just yeah. unnerving. Um, and especially with mm. regards to like Peter being a superhero and where one of his strengths is like, Rooted in physical violence to a degree. It's that some of the implications of superhero powers are mucky if you look too closely at them. But specifically here, <laughs> he's being in a situation where he can't fight back and he shouldn't. But like people would think he had every right to. But it would be dangerous for everyone involved. Right. Um, yeah. And it's just. It's not even about being the bigger man right there. It's just this is bad news mm-hmm. everywhere on the face of it um mm-hmm. yeah i i hate it <laughs> I, it, it ju- it's, yeah. it's just peter being put in this place over and over and uh-huh. over again mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. by everyone in his life everyone that he cares about it's just like you're the worst yeah, <laughs> yeah. aunt may is just gonna show up and just like kick him yeah oh my god <laughs> you know what I, just, you know, I just realized is uh, no, that's later. Uh, well, no, that already <laughs> happened. Yeah. It happened in the bank. She kicked him. That's right. Um, yeah, I tried oh to. <laughs> uh, or she tried to. She kicked the banker instead. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, I think what's interesting about this, and I think I'm just now realizing this, mm-hmm. this movie, because I don't know, like this movie, what this movie is doing is actually taking the idea that New York doesn't like Mm Spider-Man and turning that inward into Peter's friends and family don't like Peter. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I never grokked that totally. Yeah, that totally works. Because the larger, like... um, I wouldn't call it the the main conflict of the film, but like one of the main conflicts of the character in general is that tension between the public persona and the the day to day life uh, that's yeah. usually dramatized with the Daily Bugle stuff. But because we are spending so much of this time just in Peter's shoes doing Peter things, the idea that that has closed in on him to the degree where Harry hates him, MJ hates him, Aunt May is severely disappointed with him, and will become way more so soon. Um, right. It's just, I think that's why the personal stakes of this movie land so hard is that that type of dynamic you just laid out. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's a, it's a way of taking that and making it very personal. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Cause we can't, it's always that same thing about like, we can't really relate to the person who swings through the skies and lifts things or has a magical hammer or whatever but we can relate to the person who has screwed up in their interpersonal relationships and uh, people are frustrated with them they can't get their 
stuff together. I guess we could call it stuff, and uh, <laughs> we don't want to lose our rating on iTunes. Um, like, you can't get your stuff together, Peter. Get your stuff together. Put it in a backpack. Um, we can relate to that. We can relate to somebody like having issues with their father and brother, and not to them losing their lightning powers. This is that version for this character. Um, it I, again, it's like one of the few movies where this is this bell is rung so strongly and so frequently that the theme you can't miss it i guess is 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 the way yeah. that i would phrase it yeah um i just feel bad <laughs> yeah. for, i feel bad for peter i feel bad for everybody in this room until nobody comments on it it's just mm-hmm. okay well i mean what do you even say at that point i i i just i love that this is a party where he gets slapped twice mm-hmm. everyone watches it horrified does nothing and then this John guy interrupts and be like, ah, we're engaged. Like, <laughs> wow, dude, read the room. Um, There's no way he didn't see that happen. Like the stage no. is not that far away. And they, everybody did a big gasp reaction to it. And he's just like, I just want to let you guys know. Uh, just want to get on the mic here and let you guys know that something nice happened too. I don't like, <laughs> it seems deliberate, right? Like it seems... Yeah. It's not just that he had no clue what was going on. I felt like it almost reads like, I can fix this. I just hate it. Yes. (laughs) I know how to make this better. (laughs) You know what's fun? Marriage. (laughs) It reminds me of Michael Scott proposing at the Diwali Diwali party. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's... completely awkward and completely just out of place uh-huh. and not the right time for that <laughs> no no yeah but you know it's, it's john's the astronaut so we all clap along it's fine like <laughs> it's his party it is his party yeah and everybody <laughs> nobody wants to be focusing on this awful thing happening but it's just <laughs> his benefit gala gala for the science library yeah um mm-hmm. daniel gillies again with the uh, worst timing ever i Yesterday, I alluded to him having good hair, and it does not look good in this minute uh, <laughs> at all. It's I mean, because no. uh, what last week we had the whole discussion about they kind of deliberately styled John's hair to be this type of combing and styling that Peter has, but he's the handsome version. Um, yeah, but it do- it doesn't work for him here. It looks like Lego hair. I don't know what. Is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not good. I I will say though. Right before that, after he does the the huh brother slap, um, uh-huh, yeah, and they're just sort of staring at each other, and Peter has literally never looked more hurt or vulnerable, yeah, ever, yeah, in any of the I think in any of these movies, like mm-hmm. it's it's really human that moment, yeah. yeah, and the look on Harry's face where he's looking at him, and there's there's just a hint of regret, mm-hmm. but he does that thing that drunk people do, which is no, I was right. He just sort of like internally doubles down and walks yeah. away. Yeah, there's a beat um, where he he breathes a bit and might say something, but doesn't because right. I was yeah, no, this was justified. Ugh. Where he just like I shouldn't have that that was too far. Like yeah. there's a moment where he recognizes that it was too far, but he's. He has gone too far, and so now he can't he can't back down, so he just walks away. Yeah, you have to double down at that point. 
because drunk. <laughs> I mean, you don't have because to, drunk. but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's I'll say it's one of the best Harry moments in the series, I think. Um, yeah, and and it's just it's just sad, um, mm-hmm. you know. I God, but even even like <laughs> it's not quite. You punch the highlights out of his out of her hair, but it's <laughs> Harry. Like Peter's hair has never looked more disheveled uh, outside of like mask removing scenes. Where yeah, after yeah. these two slaps, like it's to- his hair is out of place and he is just shaken. Um, yeah, golly. Yeah. Also, when when Harry walks away, the woman immediately behind him that like appears when he disappears just has this look on her face like ew. Like, like they were, they were slapping each other. Ew. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just something really, really funny. Like, just who let them in? Ew. Her face is great. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Because they rack uh, focus to her. It's not just that. Like he leaves the frame. It's like no. Here, look at this, guys. Look at. Let's look at her. Yeah. Let's look at her. Let's look at her face. The public perception of what we've just dealt with. This is it. This is it right there. Oh, oh man. But uh, yeah, John and uh, John and Mary Jane are engaged. I mean, mm-hmm. this is just. I I you know this is the last uh, hors d'oeuvre takeaway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, of of emotion for him. It's just. Oh man. Just everything was terrible, and then like on top of everything else, he's got he's got Jonah telling him to take pictures of it. It's uh. so good. Um, <laughs> there's also the aspect where we haven't mentioned it this week. It's the thing I I tend to try to keep tabs on a little bit, but pretty much since the time we got to the uh, planetarium here, we've only had the jazzy, smooth jazz soundtrack stylings of Peter C on the piano with his band. We've only had this sort of jazz music, the diegetic, like, what's going on at the party? That's the music we have in this scene. There's no real score to speak of. And at this moment here, when we have the final shoe drop of all of these appetizer jokes with MJ getting married, how how much lower can you feel? That's when we bring back the Elfman score. That's when it happens. Right? Yeah, and I and I like that. I do not, however, like the choice of music. Right. Yeah, it's incongruous. Sure. Yeah. 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 Because the 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 choice, the musical choice, the track that he chose is the opening credits music. Like it's yeah. just a reprieve of the opening credits music to the point where when it first starts playing, I'm just like picturing the flipbook Marvel <laughs> logo. And I'm yeah. like, this that's not what I should be thinking about right now. <laughs> like, are we trying to too early elicit the like web slinging feelings from like next week or like is that where it comes from or it's just weird that like i like the idea of like strings coming in and like these like high note sympathetic things happening here it's just an odd choice of which ones to do because we're already familiar with this music and yeah it doesn't make us think about this moment it feels we've like it's like feeling a different moment like when there's a bit in one of the Hobbit movies where like Thorin has like a big like raw moment like charging at some bad guys. And because they were rushed, like Howard Shore didn't compose a new bit of music there. They just put the Ringwraith theme in there. And you're like, why, why would there be Ringwraith music playing while Thorin is like being heroic? Like, does this make sense? Like, it's, Ew. you know, like these... Uh, 
It's just the wrong music. This is the wrong music. Like, what are you <laughs> yeah. doing? This is our like entry into the world music, not our things are pretty rough for Peter right now music. Um Yeah. But I like again, right. I like the idea of bring back the score at this moment because Peter's life sucks. Yay. Right. Yeah. Uh when do you think this proposal took place? Like was this before or after the conversation he had with MJ? I don't I do not know because I don't even know did it did it happen at the has it did it happen at the gala? Like did he I don't know. Did he literally is is John that much of an egomaniac that he was like, this whole party is about me. You want to get married? <laughs> um, <laughs> like it's that is just not a fun thing because it's not even about her or even them. It's literally about him. Yeah. I kind of I love that if no that idea. is it. And <laughs> <laughs> like, what were the circumstances? If it happened here, mm-hmm. what were the circumstances of that? I, I would say my thought process is it happened. He asked before she went outside and that's what she was thinking about was trying to figure out whether or not she was going to say yes. And then she talked to Peter and talked herself into saying yes. And she just went in and told him yes. Yeah. I buy that. I buy. Yeah. That's probably why she was already in like this state when Peter walks up with his, Oh, time for some poetry. Uh, stuff. She's like, Oh, you like, it just makes him look like more of a, (laughs) (laughs) this is Peter is the final boss. She has to conquer before she can go into her happily wedded life here. She's just like, Oh, I have to shut this down officially. Okay, fine. Um, yeah, either it's that, or she left the interaction with Peter having made the decision to like cut him out and and not give any more energy to this friendship or flirtationship that is not good for her because the other person doesn't care and on her way out of that decision met up with john and he like popped a ring out of nowhere and was just like oh okay but it had that would have been would have had to happen so quickly because it would have had to taken the same amount of time as the slaps. But it just i it just seems like the least romantic thing to do at this moment yeah yeah it's just i don't know it's tacky yeah don't do this don't if you are an astronaut coming back from whatever and there's a (laughs) fundraiser gala for the science library (laughs) in your name don't propose there it's already (laughs) you know mary jane looking around at this planetarium and I'm just thinking about the science library and <laughs> and planets and <laughs> heavenly bodies and <laughs> I don't know. I just think maybe we should get married. <laughs> like what? Like what do you? How do go you break get up with there? my neighbor first? And yeah. then I'll, <laughs> I'll give you an answer. Give me a few minutes here. Uh, yeah, it's like you know, I was thinking about space and. Uh, <laughs> We should have our own space, you know? It's it's real lonely up there in <laughs> yeah, space. Like, kind of makes you think about uh, what's really important to you. And, you know, what's important oh, to me man. is, well, me. I, but. I will say this. <laughs> you know what would be the most baller move for hmm. an astronaut to do? Yeah. Would be to take the ring with them to space. Ooh. And then when they come back 
and they see them for the first time, rush toward them like they're going to be like reunited after months of not seeing each other, drop to one knee, propose. Boom! That would be like the most baller astronaut <laughs> thing ever. Just be like, yeah, you see this ring? It was in space, baby. <laughs> Or if you're John, because he didn't just go to space or like to the ISS or something like our astronauts do. He went to the moon. So like, what if he... Yeah, he's a werewolf now. He's a werewolf now, (laughs) canonically. Um, Yeah. So what if he... (laughs) What if you go... He's a a space werewolf now. He's a space werewolf. What if you go up to the moon with the ring, but it's the, the setting isn't set yet. And then you find and polish a moon rock. And put the moon rock in the ring. And then when you come back mm. down, you're like, babe, I got you a piece of the moon. And that's and then if your last name is Luna, you kind of like drop down and you're like, this is the total, <laughs> total All right. package. Yeah. Maybe this only applies to you. <laughs> this is completely impractical. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the budget for that. But it would be great, right? That would be so cool. Um, John Jameson, I, uh, moon proposal. Yeah, but he is... He is a he is a man wolf now, so um, <laughs> oh, man. that uh, that brings with it its own issues. Yeah, uh, God, that MJ I, doesn't know about. I want werewolves in more stuff. Always, that's one of my <laughs> one of my favorite like dumb pieces of like Spider Man lore is that J, uh, Jonah Jameson's son is a werewolf. I love yeah. it. I love it so much. It's the perfect. And, but amount of dumb. but he didn't get it from being bitten by a werewolf. He got it from <laughs> going to the moon. Yes, like, that's so silly. Yeah. So what funny. what that has to do with werewolves? I mean, I the moon, I get it, but yeah. like, but where how? is the wolf involved in yeah. this process? I don't know, but you you, know. you guys could be making this up, and I would have no idea. I swear <laughs> not. It's I a real sw- thing. It's a real thing. He's got because apparently, canonically, at least in the uh, his first appearance in the Amazing Spider-Man film, uh, not films, the Amazing Spider-Man comic books, he came back from space with a moon rock. That he wore around his neck, and like on full moons, he would turn into a werewolf, and so it was kind of like a, um, <laughs> kind of like a video game boss or whatever. Like if you get the gem away from him, he would transform back into a man, and it, w- okay. it would be okay. But it was all about that moon rock he got from the moon uh, turns <laughs> turns you into a werewolf because you know <laughs> comics, and he was the man wolf. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, it's... John they couldn't they the couldn't say wolf man right. No, nope. couldn't, couldn't say Wolfman. No, nope. couldn't man. say Wolfman. Man, wolf. yeah, just like there was a man, like bat. man bat, like man spider. Yeah, yeah. Right. you know, yeah, man spider. How did that convention <laughs> happen? Like, where if you say man before the moniker, that means that you're a mutant monster. But if you say man after the moniker, that means you're like a regular Superhero. guy in a suit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, spider. <I> don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Spider-Man. Oh, totally. That's a guy who dresses like a spider. Maybe he has co- powers. I don't know. Man spider? That guy is a tarantula. <laughs> that guy's a spider. Yeah, that guy <laughs> is a spider. Maybe it's uh maybe it's the prefix. It feels like an like an add-on mm. sort of. Yeah, maybe. So uh yeah. so it's like it's like Spider-Man. Well, it's like the spider is the prefix and man is the base noun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it, so yeah. you feel flip it, then it's like man spider, man is the prefix and spider is the Base. It's a man spider. It's a, a man, man spider. spider. Yeah. <laughs> man Watch wolf. out for the man spider. He's gonna get you. <laughs> Watch out for the man wolf. So I guess he's man got wolf. a lot of arms. Yeah. The man. So spider. then, would would it be appropriate for John Jameson to be called the man wolf? Then, 
because it, that should be a wolf that got like <laughs> bitten by a radioactive like bachelor. No, it's, it's a mutant. It's a mutant thing, right? It's like that's, that's oh the, yeah, 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 man. That's wolf. the difference is that they're more beast than yeah, man. Yeah, they're more beast than man. I guess yeah. Okay, so yeah. man wolf. <laughs> but then, of course, that by that logic, then the wolf man should be more man than wolf. But the wolf man should, should be, be like a superhero who's wolf themed. You know, he's yes. got a loyal pack. Wolf themed superhero. He can howl. <laughs> he can howl with the strength of a thousand men. Uh, you know, and you can hear it from miles off. He's good at smelling. Uh, um, I, eventually, I'm just going to be describing Logan. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I'm wolf man. Um, <laughs> Beware! Ooh. Yeah, it's that good. <laughs> uh, Comics. Um, I'm into it. I'm oh, into yeah. it. I'm into I'm it too. Into it. Yeah, I, on, on the board. whole, I think this is good stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, what else is here in in the actual proper minute? We just have the JJ thing, I guess. Like, and that is great. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, any JJ is good in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just, Wake up, shoot the photo. Is there no <laughs> worse way to punctuate the worst thing in your life you can remember to this moment outside of your uncle being killed than your boss yelling at you to do your job? Like he's Yeah. Yeah. He's already he's already watching his like what he thinks is one true love get engaged to another man. Not only another man, but his boss's son. Not only uh-huh. his boss's son, but his boss's son who is like an impossibly good-looking dude. Not only his boss's son who's an impossibly good-looking dude, but who is an astronaut hero guy. And then J.K. Simmons is yelling at you to, what are you doing? Take the picture, you moron. Like, that is... <laughs> Not my tempo. Salt in the wound? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Insult to injury. Dude. That's my son. Look, take a picture. <laughs> Take a picture of my son with the woman you love. <laughs> Do it, stupid. Um, I, I, uh, I, I just love this. I just love how hard on Peter this movie is. Yeah, yeah. And this really. is uh, this it's is rough. it all coming together. Yeah, this is all of it actually working. This is, this is rough, and it's not even the roughest thing to happen to him no <laughs> no no not even the most personal thing to happen to him but no but God, i think that's at gonna this be point, a, that is gonna be a rough week I'm that not will be intense yeah to that. yeah what, <laughs> what i do like at least structurally is that at this point in the movie you almost couldn't imagine something worse happening to him yeah and it's yeah. going to like that's right. that's pretty good wow yeah pretty good movie you guys i don't know i don't know what you think yeah, yeah. yeah pretty that's good. good that's good guess so you guys remember seeing this for the first time i saw this movie god i would say at least six or seven times in theaters nice wow. yeah nice. My, my friend andrew and i we saw it over and over like this was like right at that time when i think like you know, we first started having like a little bit of independence and like, you know, we could like we could drive, we could, you know, go mm-hmm. out and do things. And we, of course, chose to go see Spider-Man 2 over and over again. <laughs> um, and we like we, the good little nerds that you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. We were good little boys. Uh, <laughs> we, 
we had this, the movie memorized, of course, by probably our third time, and we yeah. we, you know, we, we made fun of it. Like we, we made fun of it in like a loving way because we adored this movie so much. But it, like he and I, we actually had this. We had the idea to uh, to do like a commentary track, like riffing on it. Whoa. And essentially, we came up with riff tracks before riff tracks was a thing. Like, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. But not before MST3K. Right, right, right. No, no. It was very much based on our love of MST3K. Uh, but like, we were like, we could do that. We could do this, but like release the tracks online. But then we were worried about getting sued. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Should we be worried about getting sued? No. Okay. I'm just saying. You no. said that at that point in your life, your dream was to record a commentary track for Spider-Man 2. Which you kind of have been doing this week, you know? Yeah. Like, for at least yeah. this portion of the film. I mean, no, that's, that's called fair use, like, so there it's we go. fine. That's all right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scared me for a second, man. A hundred <laughs> and however many episodes into this endeavor, I'm like, whoa, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, gosh. Yeah, somebody else's thing. But no, that's like that feeling of, I love this thing so much, let's go see it as many times as we can and then figure mm-hmm. out other ways to interact with it. Like, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I feel like that was we, common. Yeah. We would just, we, there would be times we'd just be in class at school and we didn't, I would just look at him and I'd just like, punch me. I bleed. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we would, and I, I, I swear I got detention for, for making him <laughs> laugh. Like, in the middle of like chemistry class or something. Did your yeah, did your amazing. detention slip say like improper Spider-Man quote usage? Like, <laughs> <laughs> refuse to stop memeing before memes were a thing. Like <laughs> detention for out loud memeing. Out loud memeing. I wish I had that detention slip. Still. I'm so proud of like past you, Brian. That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, you, Gary? I assume you came to it late. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember the first time I saw this, actually. Hmm. I, I don't think I saw either of these uh, Spider-Man movies, these first two, in theaters. I think I just I saw them on DVD or something. Yeah. But I remember okay. watching this one mm. a lot when uh, <laughs> when I did get it. I don't have any fun stories like Brian did. No, it doesn't yeah. <laughs> have to be a fun story. Just like, I no. will, I like hearing like what people thought of the movie the first time they saw it or how it, how it connected. Um, it, I know. think I talked about this a little bit the last time mm-hmm. I was on mm-hmm. uh, for season one, but like Spider-Man's always been my favorite superhero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just hands down. Uh, yeah. I feel like I see myself in Peter Parker more than like any other, I don't know, any of the other like alter egos or whatever you want to say for like the, the superhero characters. But yeah. Um, I don't know. I've only seen these two. I remember hearing a ton oh, of wow. negativity about Spider-Man three. So I still have yet to see Spider-Man three. Oh 3. my God. Oh, Gary. I know. Gary, Gary, that is beautiful I know. and perfect. Uh, we will have to set aside a special slot. So that- <laughs> Can we do that on Google Hangouts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's please witness Gary seeing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3, 3 for the first time in 2018. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, but so so you you liked the first two and you're like, oh, these will be the Spider-Man movies I watch until the... Well, the it was one of those, I think, I think it was before I really... I was more of a bookworm as uh-huh. a kid growing up. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't really like a big movie 
person. Like my my mom worked at Blockbuster, so she'd like rent stuff and we would see stuff, but we didn't like own a lot of movies. Oh, interesting. And yeah. so I didn't really like rewatch things a lot. Yeah. You? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And then uh now now that I'm like at this point where I'm just like buying my own like movies and I wor- I've worked at a movie theater for like 8 years now, so like just mm. seeing more and kind of experiencing more like I don't know. I was just I think the DVD collection that I had before I moved out was just The Lord of the Rings. Nice. Like uh, I think that was it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, wow. Wow. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I I I had like 16 boxes of books though, so Totally. Yeah. <laughs> that was just where my that that time was going then, I guess. Honestly, mm-hmm. like, you know, if you are only going to have one set of DVDs in a DVD collection, that's pretty baller. Like I They are the that. extended cuts too. They're, yeah. I mean, that's that's the DVD that defined DVDs, I think. Like those <laughs> yeah. sets. Um True. Dang, nice. Um well, yeah. Well, I'm glad All right. I'm glad you did see it and I'm glad you, you were able to talk about this portion with us this week. Absolutely. It's been so good having you guys here for the last 3 days. That I know. I'm so glad to be here for these uncomfortable, uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love these. I, I love being on Spider-Man Minute and not talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's really not a lot of Spider-Man in these movies. It's true. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's Peter. That's... Peter Central. Peter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like mm. it. I love hanging out with you guys when we can. So this was really yeah. good for me. <laughs> Same. Yeah, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you can check out uh, three of the four of us. It's got on Scott Pilgrim Minute over at uh, duelinggenre.com slash support. Become a Patreon member and uh, support us there. You get Scott Pilgrim Minute every week and uh, Weekend Bugle as well. Our uh, Zach and I's uh, supplemental podcast. So yeah. you get uh, you definitely get uh, bang for your buck. Um I will say, I feel like uh, the video streaming services have, have, have really done a number on uh, the value of a uh, Patreon because um, <laughs> we put out all this stuff, but it's also like, well, $5 a month, that's half of what I pay for Netflix. And Netflix, I get movies and TV shows and I get all this stuff. <laughs> they're, uh, they're devaluing. That's yeah. the one downside of those <laughs> services. Yeah. Those services, they devalue. Uh, it, it's helpful to remember that we are not a giant media conglomerate that can like, <laughs> you know, broker these deals. It's literally us making the hours of content. So like, yeah. yeah. If you think about the actual uh, like cost benefit analysis in terms of you don't just like get the shows as they come out each week, you have access to all of the bonus stuff. So like right. it's so much stuff that over a hundred hours. Yeah, yeah, over a hundred hours of stuff, and it's like, man, if somebody like if there's a hundred hour movie you bought a DVD for, I don't know how much that would cost. Like, <laughs> yeah. a we box set of some I don't know how how long was the Lord of the Rings the extended edition? Um. Yeah. <laughs> I know, Gary. Do you have the DVDs on hand? So you check <laughs> Not uh, within reach. I, so. No, I, I did a. Um, I can. I'm. I'm almost certain it's like sixteen to seventeen hours. Of because yeah, yeah. we did a marathon before The Hobbit came out. Oh, they boy. showed the extendeds in the theater that I work at. And it was just an all day thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's nothing else you can schedule there. There. Who boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot. All right. <laughs> no, thank well, you. so you'll get even more uh, than that in terms of audio stuff on Patreon. There. True. Yeah. That worked. True. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So go check that out, duelinggenre.com slash support. We appreciate it. It uh, helps keep the lights on, uh, helps uh, pay for things, and makes all of this a little easier uh, to handle financially. So it, we really appreciate it. If you appreciate what we do, uh, please uh, give us give us some of that appreciation and uh, monetary value. <laughs> <laughs> or tell people um, about the show. <laughs> yeah, or do that. That helps that helps tremendously. You have no idea. Um, if you're if you are a member of like a Spider-Man fan group or whatever and haven't talked up the show in there, oh my god, please do that because that would help us out uh, immensely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a minute. 59. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.